They are movies that may have been critically savaged by the critics, but loved by you and I. Tonight, the guilty pleasure movies we love on Whiskey Business. Oscar season has come and gone. The winners have been selected. Maybe you agreed. Maybe you didn't agree. Maybe you thought some of the movies didn't deserve to be there. Supposedly, anything that's Oscar nominated is of high caliber quality Hollywood royalty, if you will. But enough about those movies. Like I said, Oscar season has come and gone. What about the other movies? You know, I have to think for just a second, when a movie is going into production, Nothing but the highest of hopes have to be imagined. You know, a screenwriter is excited that his words are going to make the big screen. A director is getting into the chair and going to direct the movie that will put him on the Hollywood map. Actors who are thinking this is their big break. This is what's going to put them on the road to stardom. And sometimes, despite all those good intentions, eh, eh, not so good. But maybe, maybe there's something in there something cult classic-like or something that just appeals to an audience and that movie becomes a guilty pleasure. Maybe even a hit. Maybe if it was critically savaged by the by, by critics and, and, and newspapers galore, it becomes a favorite with you and I, the movie-going audience, and it becomes a favorite. Hi, I'm Dino Tripodis, and tonight on Whiskey Business... That's what we're going to be talking about. Those guilty pleasure movies, some which are great and are guilty pleasures, despite whatever, and some some not so great. Which And those are the ones I really want to get into and have fun <laughs> with. The ones that aren't so great, but for some reason, you love them. Maybe you just love the train wreck aspect of it or whatever is involved, but that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And of course, I can't do the podcast without... Greg Hansberry, Yo. right there hey. on audio. And joining us tonight in front of the camera instead of behind it, he does a magnificent job on our YouTube videos. John Whitney. Come on, cameraman. He's, he'll be chiming in Hi, because he is, a, he is a writer and a director of movies. And our special guest tonight, a returning guest of the podcast. He's been on Whiskey Business before, but we asked another fellow movie lover, John Osbeck, to join us as well let's get to some of the social media stuff real fast and i'll introduce the guest bottle and then we'll be off and running well we always appreciate the grassroots effort uh you know share with your friends um especially this episode if you got some movie loving friends of course um uh but uh as we talk about video of course whiskey business has a youtube channel this right now is being videotaped so if you're listening uh, on your favorite podcasting app, or it's being recorded. Yes, John yes, likes yes. To say. It's not being taped. He likes it. It's on. It's, it's not recorded. On, it's on digital record. Yeah. Uh, whiskey the, biz, uh, YouTube is Whiskey <laughs> Business with Dino Tripodis. You could subscribe there and actually watch this video. Um, and uh, but uh, we do ask you to subscribe to on your favorite podcasting app. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, the Twitters. Uh, I think that's it, right? We'll yeah. promote the premise because I think it's coming up the third Thursday. Of the month, the so February twentieth at the twentieth yes. stage yeah. at uh, so Shadowbox Live. Next week, yeah, uh, ten bucks. Doors are at seven thirty. Yeah. Um, we had a great kickoff to the new year uh, there in January, and um, thanks for everybody for coming out. It was a great show, great way to start the new year, and we expect to have nothing but continued great shows. It's uh, a good entertainment value. It is at ten it bucks. Is. Ten bucks. Come on, man. And so is our guest bottle. 
Our guest bottle tonight is uh, 100 proof Rittenhouse straight rye bottled in bond. Very all right. Good. First of all, I'll tell you. When I'll tell you. First of all, let me tell you how good this is, and then I'll tell you how much it is. Uh, this comes from uh, Heaven Hill, where nice. we've had their products before. This is produced what they call the Pennsylvania way, as far as rye. Pennsylvania rye tend to be have a a little spicier and fruitier profile to okay. their taste. Mm-hmm. It's bottled in bond. Uh, for those I was trying you, to make it think of a Steelers joke. I just, I can't do it. Yeah. That the Steelers are spicy and fruity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said it, I mean. I said it, but I didn't mean it. It's bottled in bond, which, of course, as you know, means one distillation season with one and only one distiller at only one single distillery aged in federally bonded warehouses under U.S. government supervision for at least four years and then bottled at exactly 100 proof. That's Everything that has to go into a bottle being bottled. How is a place federally regulated? I, was wondering, I is don't know, but I've said it before. I've said it before. That is the that's you know you as that a job? semi-retired guy. That's the job. I was, that's the dream job. That's the dream job. What yeah. you doing? I don't know, but I got three and a half years to go. <laughs> yeah, you probably Watching get to whiskey. carry a gun. You get to carry a gun. Probably for sure. Probably. For sure. Oh, yeah. in Kentucky, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Mm. Absolutely. But um, yeah, I, have you guys taken a sip yes, of this right. already? Yeah, yeah. yeah. this has got it's a, it, it is. It does. It's not as spicy as uh, you would mm-hmm. think a rye would. I say that this is a good. I've said this about Templeton rye. It's mm-hmm. a good uh, intro rye for hardcore bourbon drinkers who might be a little not afraid of rye but hesitant because ryes tend to be a lot more spicier. Mm-hmm. All right, and this is a, this is a good intro into rye, I think, if you're looking to kind of slide in there easy. I think it's a little more fruit fruit. Oh, yeah, forward, absolutely. If you can call yeah, it that. A, um, Just like the Steelers. <laughs> Stop it. Um I pick up a little bit of a little bit of uh a little bit of banana. Sound effects. A banana, maybe maybe a little peach. I just spilled it down my shirt. Oh. Well done. Well done. Off and running. Dare I say there's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, almost melony. I get like kind of a cantaloupe or a, or a, or a. Like a rind? I can see that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah like so, a rind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Some reviews have, have described this as also being almost uh, like a very uh, oatmeal-like, like, um. Drink like like breakfast. a bre- like a breakfast bowl of oatmeal, <laughs> as far as you know how it all comes together. Hmm. So maybe maybe this this would be a good breakfast whiskey. Yeah, good breakfast whiskey. <laughs> start your day. <laughs> um, I don't. If you're starting your day with a glass of whiskey, eh? Yeah, you got to pour over your Wheaties. And uh, <laughs> it, it, not a very long finish. I mean, it goes away pretty quick. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't linger for a long time. So that's, that's good. Little... If this is like an intro rye, what would you say is like a, a, a veteran rye? Ooh, because this one, uh, this one gets compared to wow, a good. You said uh, this gets compared to what Templeton? Uh, no, I said I said Templeton was a good introduction okay. to rye. Right. You know, and this is also this has been compared to some. This has been compared to Woodford oh, rye, okay. which is uh, a little more expensive yeah. because that's the best part of this deal. This is twenty five bucks a bottle. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you can't go wrong. No, twenty five bucks. I mean, a at a hundred. Proof. This is pretty, still pretty smooth. Yeah, it is smooth. Yeah, it's good. 
It's good. That's so, where we get into trouble. That's our guest bottle for tonight. The Rittenhouse Straight Rye as we uh, head into our topic for this evening. Wait, and I'm sorry to interrupt. Didn't you say it was only... I, I, did you say how much it was? 25. Yeah, 25. Yeah. yeah. I just said it. All right, sorry. I'm Where'd you go? I'm, I'm looking, <laughs> Where'd you go? I brought you my computer today. I'm already looking up Adam Sandler. <laughs> you disappeared. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you went away for a minute. The Oscar season all said and done. And now we look at the movies that we love. Guilty pleasure movies. But let's discuss what 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 makes a guilty pleasure movie? What would be the the generic definition? I, See, I, was, t- yeah. I was trying to think about that beforehand. And I, for me, it's like the, those movies that are on cable. And I don't have cable anymore. But those movies that Maybe are... You've cut the cord? I've cut the cord. Oh, I wish I could cut so the I'm cord. So I'm all on demand or, I wish, or I wish I could Hulu and Netflix. I stream, but I can't Amazon. cut the cord. I'm afraid to cut the cord. But when I'm you think traveling... I have other issues? <laughs> We're not going to go there. We, we haven't had enough rye. <laughs> But right. like if, if I'm in a hotel or I'm traveling and I'm watching cable and on TNT a movie comes Sometimes across, I was, I was and say I just TNT. can't TNT. stop watching yeah, it. Like yeah. once I see, if no matter where it is, if it's an eighth of the way, if it's three quarters of the way, if it's half the way in it, I just can't stop watching. See, but it. that's that. I think that's a different. Is that? that's a different category? But people of, have to. If, if you would tell people that you like this movie, they would go, "Really? Yeah, mm. that's oh. that's a guilty pleasure." <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I have a but, couple stuff, <laughs> but but I get what you're saying because and and I thought we'd get into that maybe a little bit. Let's get into okay. it now. But there are movies like that that no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, if it comes on, you're in. Okay. Yes. That yeah. yeah. Those those I get. Uh, last night and I have. Multiple versions of it on DVD. I have multiple no, versions of it, and I and I sat there like an idiot and watched The Godfather and half of Godfather Two on AMC with commercial breaks, because <laughs> and and my excuse was, oh well, they are broadcasting it uh, uncut and unedited, you know, so they did that. Oh, they were, yeah, yeah, they Ooh, did that. But you, you wouldn't want to get up, no effort to get up, get the DVD, put it in, and then you have to fast forward to where you actually it's on TV. So that, that would mean thing. that would that's mean, a lot of work. That would mean getting up off the couch, sit through four hours of commercials, finding it, putting in. I don't know. The <laughs> There's also something though that that that's slightly reminiscent of days of old when mm-hmm. when when movies that you loved would come on to broadcast television like the Friday night movie. Right, right, right. And those were the only times you could see those movies again before VHS tapes were popular and all that stuff. Right. Was when, like, I remember seeing when when Superman Mm -hmm. with Christopher Reeve came on uh, the Sunday night movie. Mm -hmm. And my brother and I were so excited to watch it with commercials and and everything. And I feel like there's something that harkens back to that age where it's like it's on the... Mine was was Papillon. Papillon. (laughs) Steve McQueen, Papillon? Tonight on the CBS Night Movie, Happy yeah. I had a lot of uh, Christmas specials on, uh, like my dad taped on VHS tape that we would go back and, and watch. But it has has the commercials, and the, uh, when you go back and watch those twenty year old VHS tapes, they like the commercials are just as part of the movie mm, as as the movie. Uh, I mean, that's kind of well, that's when you used to. That's what we did with Night Owl. Yeah, that's right. well, with, that's very true. That's, that's what we did with Night Owl Theater. We, oh, that's right. we, we put the commercials. We put the commercials in the the commercials that Love were that on time. at that particular time to give you the whole uh, Fritz and Night Owl experience. We we mm-hmm. put in the old commercials yeah. as well. I will say about that that uh, when you see it on TV and have to watch a lot of the times it's the uh, epics. Like I mean, Godfather, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit was on the other day. Like. Where you can just watch like twenty minutes and like, all right, okay, I, I got the gist of it too. You know, like you don't necessarily have to watch all of it, but you kind of popping in and out between football games and you can flip around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
See, that would be another topic that would probably create outrage and disbelief. Oh, movies that you can flip out of? No, movies that, movies that like you mentioned, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Right, yeah. And I've seen none of them. Oh, oh. well, okay. Well, John. I mean, if we're talking about that, I mean, like I mean, that goes into also series now. These are conversations that happen at workplaces all over the sure. country, which are like, oh, did you see the latest Game of Thrones? And I am someone who has never watched Game of Thrones. Me. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I have. I have not seen Game of Thrones. I've watched part of the first it's episode, I think, five times. It's an injustice. And I've never made it all the way through. It's a good series. But there's so much on today yeah, well, that yeah. to keep up with all these shows, I don't That's know how true. some people do it. And you've like, got the cord, and you still have too much to watch. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine my dilemma? <laughs> <laughs> because now I have all these movie channels on cable, and I will come across every once in a while... One of the guilty pleasure movies. Let's start with Hansberry because he was so excited. He actually, <laughs> yeah. he actually, about he actually brought tapes. a visual with <laughs> him. Yeah, the audio guy brings the visual. Yeah. Uh, so um, I exhibit mean, the, A. Yeah. The long story short is, um, born. I was born in '84. Right. So growing up, I mean, it was the two comedians for me were Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey mm-hmm. by far. And so then you kind of talk about, like, are they good actors or good movies or not? But uh, uh, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, which I have visual aids of VHS tapes. So <laughs> VHS tapes. VHS tapes. 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 Yes. I have a shitload of VHS and tapes. And you forget what they yeah, look stage. like. You're a player? Okay, huh? right, you had a player? I have... Yes, I have a player. I don't... I think I have a player. Yeah, I have a player. It's not hooked up to anything. For, for the YouTube viewers. There you go. Wow. He's got Here Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore for the audio listeners. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Adam Sandler, Billy Madison. Yes. Are those two of your guilty pleasures? Yeah, but that's the thing. All of them? All the Adam Sandler movies? Well, and the, yeah, and then I've also brought Wedding Singer, which <laughs> which is which, see, the trifecta. I think, I, think that's a, I think that's a sweet movie, though. Yeah, I don't, that's a nice I don't, movie. Yeah. But then when you talk about kind of like the embarrassing, like, so the whole gag about The Wedding Singer is one Christmas. I, I saw it. really liked the movie. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And so one Christmas, I bought my sister this exact copy of the, of of the Wedding Singer on VHS tape. It was like a and the CD. No, and the CD. <laughs> like it was that Christmas where it came out. It was like a very like. So you got her the movie and the soundtrack to go with it, so right, she could listen to gift. it in the car exactly. or whatever. However, really, I wanted it. But the 80s. and guess who has it? Me. Is that <laughs> the actual tape that the you actual, gave to your yeah, sister? Yeah, this is the actual tape that I gave to my sister. But the eighties, that was and, a big thing. Um, movie soundtracks were some of the best-selling albums. Oh, for sure. That's what I grew up on. You know, Dirty yeah. Dancing, Footloose, Saturday mm-hmm. Night, and even the late 70s, Saturday Night Fever. I mean, I mean, even beyond that, I, I grew up with like movie going soundtracks. out and buying, out, uh, buying the soundtracks by John Williams, mm-hmm. James mm-hmm. Horner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I would go... Well, that's, when a, I, that's a little geekish. Yeah. Wedding yeah. Singer was what? 1998. What are you talking about? Star Wars, what are you talking about? Oh. But I wanted to bring it up because it's not necessarily embarrassing, but... A lot of his other shit on Netflix and stuff is now, and uh, I haven't seen the Gems, Rough Gems, uh, Uncut yet. Gems. Uncut, thank you, Uncut, Uncut Gems yet. Which supposedly, I don't know how many yeah, of you he guys got, seen he it got yet. Dissed. He got dissed, it, but he in uh, Punch Drunk Love, mm-hmm. like he's Good he's a very that. talented actor, but he doesn't. Uh, I, I don't know if he if he doesn't if he does too many shitty movies that. People don't give him the credit or whatever. Everybody was amazed when Netflix cut him the deal that they cut him. Mm-hmm. You know, they thought you're crazy. And then Netflix was like genius because when his first movie came out on Netflix, his Netflix produced movie, it had the most 
with, with streams. The one with Jennifer Aniston? No, 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 no. Or that's that, the first one. No, I think one was a, was a was a cowboy movie of some oh, sort. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right. I didn't was, see it, but yeah, it was it was it was, it was dumb as shit. Wasn't yeah. it a takeoff of the, the Magnificent Seven? The, yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of, kind of, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Silly, dumb. Had his friends in it, and you know, made a ton, got made a ton of money. And that's the other thing I was going to say. It's like he he just he's living the life. He's a bazillionaire, and his he just movies is like, have just, made over a billion dollars in a box office with our buddies. Like we can just go on vacation and call it Grown Ups Three and make it a movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even people that are somewhat interested in his movies are going to watch it because it's Adam Sandler, and they're going to make their money back. Exactly. And that's it. Uh, all right, and then uh, to kind of the same kind of same vein as, as of the '90s slapstick comedy, Jim Carrey was huge for me growing well, up. I mean, there I were so, there Ace were a Ventura, few other actors liar, I can't liar. remember them offhand who passed on Ace Ventura, and uh, I was listening to an interview with uh, David Greer, mm-hmm. and uh, and and everybody associated and everybody in Jim Carrey's circle. Mm-hmm. Right at that right. time, uh, thought the movie was the going to was going to just color. be a flop, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a death bell. That it was they a go nowhere. Read the script and went, "What the fuck?" It was well, a go nowhere movie. It's a dumb movie. <laughs> but it's with a him, dumb it's movie. Not. Yeah, and then he just you know. Exploded. So it'd be interesting to know how much of that movie is Jim Carrey adding to the movie, to the movie. and how much of it was that sure. original script. I mean, well, I'm sure. And I guess you know you look back at them as kind of cult. Classics, instant, cla- instant classics. I don't know how, but uh, you know, I wouldn't go into a job interview and they'd be like, "What's your favorite movie?" <laughs> like, fucking now, see, Billy Madison and Ace Ventura, dude. If it was guilty pleasures, <laughs> if it was guilty pleasures, you would have said like Ace Ventura two, yeah, was, not oh, the wow. first one, right? Uh, highbrow, highbrow. Yeah, yeah. Ventura. Ace Ventura two just uh, it didn't make it. It didn't cut it for me. Joe versus the volcano. Tom Hanks oh, and Meg Ryan. Well, Meg Ryan, yes, but also Abe Vigoda. Uh, Robert Stack. Um, Robert Stack. Robert Stack. I'll bring up some of the names Unsolved, on here, Unsolved Mysteries, Robert Stack. The yes. Untouchables, uh, Lloyd Robert Bridges. Stack. Lloyd Bridges, that's right. Uh, Dan Hedye. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Hedye? Yeah, yeah, Hedye. Yeah. When yeah. a Carlos, Carlos husband on Cheers. Yes. <laughs> Ozzy Davis. Come on, man. This cast is all is gold, but people... But, but people they, didn't get they that got panned. They panned it. Yeah. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. I thought it was brilliant. Especially, you know, you th- when you have a, a disease called a brain cloud, you know, I'm doing a gesture that only people that love Ace Ventura uh, am. Uh, <laughs> uh, what Joe, Joe versus the volcano <laughs> only know, but it's just it's just brilliant, you know. Well, the beginning of that movie is brilliant too, and I think yeah. now it could could be even more applicable oh, yeah, to yeah, people yeah. who work in an office, like yeah. Well, I remember walking the, I remember in, the, and I remember the fluorescent lights, yeah. him looking that, up that, at him that, doing, that, the, sucking, doing the the Tom sucking, Hanks, yeah, the Tom and, Hanks and, fast blink. It got yeah. a 54 uh, yeah, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, 62 uh, critic score, so that's a little bit better. And then, and then the Dan Hedia, I can't pronounce his last Hedaya. name. Hedaya. Yeah. Is like is like for five minutes straight. I'm not arguing that with you. I know they can get the job, but can they do the job? <laughs> I'm not arguing with that with you. I know they can get the job, but can they do the job? For five minutes straight, remember? <laughs> just... <laughs> I do. That's a pretty good dad. That's okay. a pretty good dad. Who knew you had such a gift uh, for I mimicry? Know. I don't know. Uh. But I just, I just think that movie is is brilliant, and people just doesn't they don't give it a chance because Tom Hanks talks about it on talk shows as the worst movie he's ever been in. Oh, the biggest disappointment that he's ever been in the and worst it, uh, movie. Really? Because he yeah. did, he did. Turner he jokes and Hooch. about it. I mean, he jokes about the, that Bachelor movie. Party. 
Uh, but I think Bachelor but those, has more but those of a movies place made money. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. As far as flops, Joe versus the Volcano was a big flop. flop. Yeah. I mean, if flops are compared to box office yeah, money, if we were using box Turner office money, Turner and Hooch actually made flops. money, and mm-hmm. the Bachelor Party made a ton yeah. of money. A flop might be, uh, that terminology might weigh into the uh, guilty pleasure, I think, too, as yeah. well, is, 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 you know, people write it off. But hell, I liked it. Hey man, when Abe Vigoda is the chieftain of an island that is that was uh, <laughs> survivors from a, a, a Jewish a Hasidic Jewish uh, slave ship, it's brilliant casting. You're it's talking just, Abe Vigoda, Tessio, and the Godfather. Love Orange Crush, come on, fish, man. fish on fish. Barney Miller. Uh-huh. That's right. Do you love her? Do you love her? Okay, you're married. <laughs> Jump in the volcano. Here's a, he's wearing a uh, what is this? A voodoo? <laughs> there it is. Yes. <laughs> I mean, put it towards the camera. Jesus. Can the camera see it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, there you know. go. But <laughs> I mean, there's just so Google. many little things in this movie. There's just so and uh, you know what this conversation is going to do? Yeah, it's what? going to it's going to spur me on to watch some of these movies yeah. again. Well, I, I, I have I, Joe I've versus never the seen Volcano it, so. down on DVD. Downstairs. I mean, I haven't seen Joe versus the Volcano. I think since shortly after it came out. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've seen it at least once a year. And if it's on TV, and I'll I remember, stop and watch that's it. The, see, and that's remember, the one. You'll I remember stop going to it. it because not so much for Tom Hanks. I was in love with Meg Ryan at that. Oh point. yeah, and yeah, she plays two characters. I know. I had a huge crush on Meg Ryan. No, is this that was the first time they were paired together? Isn't it? No, Tom Hanks I, I, and Meg Ryan. Was that the first time? Well, it was, it was before you got mail, right? And before Sleepless, Sleepless. In Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Long was. before, yeah, I think. This was like uh, what, what year was the... Joe versus the volcano? Right. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety. See, I brought my laptop. I'm coming there you prepared go. with ammunition today. All right. Look up Sleepless in Seattle. When did that come out? The movie that they we don't really waiting. even get together until the end. Mm-hmm. We waited breath and uh, anticipation. 93. 93. 93. Look at okay. With the, the historical significant I data. I, 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 Tom I, Hanks and Meg Ryan. <laughs> I just love Lloyd Bridges in it, too, when he's trying to convince him to, to jump into, uh, uh, go into the Wampui's uh, uh, island. <laughs> to, to To jump into their volcano, you know, and he's like, he's like You've got, you're going to die. You know, live like a man. Who directed that? Do you remember? Live like a king. Do you remember who directed that movie? That's a good question too. Joe versus the volcano. I wonder if it was a director of some stature or stature notoriety. Not really. No, Uh, he didn't do many movies. John Patrick Shanley. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's he's more of a writer. Yeah. He he directed Doubt. He wrote it as well. Yeah. Back in 2008 and wrote that. Joe versus the volcano. He wrote uh, Moonstruck. Yeah. 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 Um, Like I said, more of a writer. Yeah. 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 what else did he do? Well, that's uh, enough, Doubt. man. That's a great. That's a great resume right there. Oh, Doubt. Live from Baghdad. That was a movie that he did. Uh, Congo. All kinds of. Yeah. No. He's he's, he's more of a writer. Mm-hmm. He's more of a writer. He's definitely got a, yeah. a strong resume. Yeah. So Joe versus the volcano. I know you got at least another. There's got to be another one hidden in there somewhere. Uh, I, just like I, anything that was a Dick Clark produced uh, origin <laughs> story for a Wait. rock and roll <laughs> back in the '70s and, and '80s. Like what? Like Elvis. <laughs> Elvis was a Dick Clark uh, the TV movie Elvis the TV movie the TV Elvis with Kurt oh. Russell with Kurt Russell uh-huh. okay uh-huh. so we're getting there's connections that are going to be now happening here now we're cooking okay yeah and actually I believe that was directed by John Carpenter <laughs> really <laughs> yes okay so this leads into what is at the top of my list okay here it is <laughs> and I'll start off with my one of my favorite quotes from this and I think I've got it right all right. And you'll guess nobody, what it is, nobody, right? will, nobody will judge you if you don't. This is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express. 
And I'm talking to anybody out there who's listening. Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, right, there right. we go. Kurt John Russell, yeah. directed by John Carpenter. And, 19... a, and a cult classic. 86. Mm-hmm. A cult uh, classic, cult, for sure. So it's a cult classic, but it's definitely but one of my guilty pleasures. Guilty and I don't think it's really one. talked about that much. No, no. You uh-huh. know? Uh-huh. I've seen a couple of t-shirts that say, uh, uh, may the wings of freedom never lose a feather. And aren't <laughs> they uh, remaking it? No. Oh, no. With, no, like, no. I'm going to look no, it up. No, I, it's no, with no, The Rock no. or something. Oh, you know what? I wouldn't be a uh, bit yeah. surprised yeah. if they uh, did. That's, that's really... Because no. who are you going to find to play Lopan other than um, uh, the, the, oh, the, James go. James Hong? James oh, Hong, the, the guy who yeah, played Lopan, yeah. the, the, yeah, yeah, the villain yeah. in the movie? Yeah. It's just, it's... It's so wacky, and it's great to see Kurt Russell do get, Kurt Russell and John Wayne. It's like so every line he delivers get, is like John they'll get, Wayne. They'll get the uh, the guy from uh, uh, The Hangover, uh, Ken Young. Or Ken Hunk Wong. could play the uh, uh, Ken, the who was the like the the, the shaman uh, uh, egg uh, egg Shen in the movie was the the character's name egg Shen. What are you telling me, egg? Right? Is that some kind of magic potion? Yeah. What do you, do you think? Do? You drink, drink it? Yeah. Do you think? All right. You think Big <laughs> Trouble it. in Little China gets uh, uh, eclipsed for for Kurt because of Escape from New York and, and bigger films? You know. Oh, like with John Carpenter, right? Yeah. Um, probably. I, I don't know. Maybe. You know. I just remember my brother brought it home on a VHS tape. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I've never been able to let go of that movie. Has that it, is it doesn't, top, top. This one hasn't made my list of guilty pleasures, but I did come across it once again on my uh, multitude of cable channels, and I watched it from start to finish, uh, Tango and Cash. <laughs> with, with, with Sly Stallone Sly and, and, Kurt, yeah. and, and Kurt Russell, right? You know, s- yeah. going against Sly playing the button-down, nice suit. You know, yeah. they're, both, they're both good at their jobs, but, you know, kind of rivals, and then they... And, uh, and I remember that women love that movie for one scene and one scene only. It's when they're when they're when they're they're the ass shots. Yes, of them. You know that was <laughs> that was that. You talk to any woman who's seen Tango and Cash, you go, oh, the ass shots. Yeah, uh, the, the ass shots of Sly and, and Kurt. I've never seen that movie. And, uh, I haven't really had those kind of conversations with very many women. Yeah. You're not, you're not yeah, missing sorry. anything by not seeing it. But you know, if if if, if you're, I don't know, bedridden and have no choice and stuck with one channel and it comes on, watch it. <laughs> I gave up on Sly after Rocky Four. He gets some ass. Uh, Rocky uh, Four. After Rocky Four, I gave up on him after Rocky Five. Yeah, I was yeah. in on Rocky Four. Rocky Four was okay. There was Creed. I love all the Rocky movies except. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Five. Except for five. Five. Uh, I, thought, so, I thought he made a terrific come. Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm. After didn't, that, didn't was win, great. Uh, yeah, something was great. For that. Was, what? Rocky Balboa. Yeah, didn't, yeah. I don't know he if he won. won uh, uh, we just called Balboa. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Thank so, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, 1986. <laughs> and what 86, I like yep. about that era is it's like there's starting to be some cool movie magic, but it's not computer generated yet. Right. So, so it's like all still practical. Yeah. So. I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Gremlins, um, like the face melting stuff in Indiana Jones. Like there's there's something really cool about that uh, puppetry. Uh, Best birthday gift I got this year was a candle of Tot. Remember the character Tot, the guy who grabbed the medallion in Raiders of the Lost oh, Ark, oh, yeah, and his yeah, face yeah, melted yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah, so right. there's a company out there, and I don't know if they still make it. There's a company out there that makes a candle that when it melts. On the inside, it has oh his face God. and the blood. So when you light the candle and you let it go down all the way, it's as if he's melting at the end of Raiders of the Lost oh, Ark. It's a beautiful sweet. thing. 
That's nice. Beautiful. I wow. want that candle. Mm. <laughs> Come on over. We'll burn it together Let's and watch it. Big Trouble in Little China. On VHS tape. <laughs> on VHS. On VHS. <laughs> I'll need to borrow uh, Dean's uh, VHS I have to borrow. machine. I, I think, you know what? I've been debating whether to put a DVD player on this TV, or I think I'm going to put a VHS player on this I'll TV. Leave, I'll leave my uh, Adam You know, Sandler you could find the, the DVD VHS combo player. And put oh, it on there. yeah. Oh, that's what I had. Yeah. Yeah. I had one of those, too, bro. Yeah, I did. It broke. It's gone. Why? It's gone. I don't know. <laughs> can you still find VHS players? You can probably find them on Amazon. Online, yeah. VCRs, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, cassette recorders or cassette players are coming back. I've seen a lot of those, like, new companies. Putting out cassette, yeah. the, the actual cassette, the actual vinyl, cassette players. Cassettes, yeah. Everything yeah. comes back, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't think 8-track's going to make a comeback. Yeah, I don't but, think anybody's but, also going to go out to buy a reel-to-reel anytime soon. To uh, you I never know, man. Player a couple years ago. Just a couple you years ago? You track player? Your track player? And, like, one of those, uh, there's, like, a... Uh, uh, Rayo, not Rio back. Um, Rio back. Sanyo, it's a battery. Um, no, 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 no. It's got the uh, lightning bolt on it. Uh, anyway, so it was an older one. It's about this big, little cabinet one, about that big, about uh, maybe eight inches high, about about two feet, and it had two speakers, and you could put it in the, the eight track. track. Oh, okay. And they had, they did not on eight realistic, track, realistic on eight tracks. Oh, they yeah. did not care about any type of continuity. No, because I mean, you, you, you would be listening <laughs> to Earth, Wind, and Fire on eight track. You're a shining star. No matter who you are, yeah. shine right to be. That's right. Where's her to be? It would just go. There was no. There was no continuity whatsoever. It just yep. it would. It would just go whenever it went. When, uh, when we were growing up, we had an apartment uh, that would only get in one radio station. That shall not be named because we lived right next to it in the apartments. And uh, my mom gave my brother and I because we shared a bedroom. We had an eight track. AM FM alarm clock. Nice. Oh, and wow. so you could wake up to Eagles live on an eight track on an eight track, nice. or start. you could wake up to AM FM. It was a, it was a beautiful thing, dude. Was when nice. I was a kid, I had we had one of those as well, and it it must have been a month straight. We would because they would have those flow chart sheets, and they would play the same song pretty much at the same time every day. Oh, right. We'd wake up to <laughs> yeah, we know. we'd wake up to fucking sky rockets in flight. <laughs> Afternoon delight. Every fucking morning. <laughs> After it's like, what is this song about? Groundhog Day. <laughs> you wake up to the same song. Sunny and Cheer. Uh, uh, Starlight uh, Vocal Band. Yes. The, the last note Dwayne Johnson's <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China will be a continuation, not a remake. Uh, well, I don't give a shit. Right. Bullshit. Okay. Is yeah. Kurt Russell going to be in it, though? Uh, He's got to be in it, man. All right. You stay, you stay close to that machine because when we get if to Kurt Mike, Russell what? is in it, there's a possibility that I might actually go see it. But if he's not in it, and they total, I don't, I don't know. Is John Carpenter involved? Say, at all? It say. Is John Carpenter still? Is, is he, he alive? Still? Oh, he died, dude. Yeah. I think, yeah. Sorry. So yeah, he's doing yeah. it. He said, "Over my dead body." And they said, "Okay, let's <laughs> okay. go." <laughs> <laughs> The Rock has signed half of his right. name. He said action. Contract. I didn't hear. He said action. He said that. He can't smell what The Rock's cooking, so it's fine. We're going to make this movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. No, right. no, no. Big Trouble in Little China, that that, that, that kind of segued into that. Do you have another guilty? Uh, so I think there's a guilty pleasure that is probably a good flop, not a big box office maker, that is one that uh, <laughs> I really like. It's from 2000. With Keanu Reeves. Right. Do not say Johnny Mnemonic. Gene Hackman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman. Anyone? Anyone? No. Don't you start. Don't look down. I won't. I won't. I won't. Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman. John Favreau. 
directed it? No. Is it? is it in it? John Fav. I don't even know. The Replacements. Oh, oh about the yeah, right about yeah. the football, football strike, and yeah, so they yeah, gotta yeah, find. Yeah. All I do remember like that movie. Scrappy yeah. uh, other players. <laughs> yeah. Gene Hackman is the coach. Oh yeah, this got shit on forty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> It wasn't a lot of good movie. movie. It's not a good movie. It's it's a great guilty pleasure. <laughs> That's Fair right. enough. That's a guilty that pleasure. That's a guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure for me. The replacements is if absolutely Keanu pleasure. Reeves is in it, guilty pleasure. And I can't remember the guy. If you can find the name of the guy who was the kicker, he was uh, either Scottish or English. And they found this soccer player who was going to be the, the kicker punter. Was he like an alcoholic? Uh, yeah, he was an alcoholic, and he I knew smoked. it. I he had never seen the movie. Come out under the field it wasn't a cigarette. <laughs> it wasn't Dino Tripodis. It wasn't it Gus was... the Kicking Mule. <laughs> Gus the Kicking Mule. From this <laughs> Don Nuts. Was that, Is that, that on your list? Uh, no, it's not players? on my list. But I remember <laughs> Gus the Kicking Mule. It was a mule that, that kicked field goals. And... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't. It didn't say that what position they played. It just uh, said name. <laughs> I think his name begins with an Ilaf or Ilaf Kazon. Ah, uh, I can't That's remember. That's an excellent choice. Right, right. The replacement. Right, it's yeah. it's it's a it's sports. It's a deep pull, but it's it, man, there's something about it. And, yeah. and that's probably one of those movies where they thought we got Gene Hackman, we got we Gene got, Hackman, we got Popeye Doyle, right? we got Gene Hackman, Bonnie and Clyde, French Connection, uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves, this up and coming actor, Keanu, right? Keanu Reeves, Hot Ticket. That was probably right around Matrix or after Matrix. A, a no brainer. Uh, mm-hmm. It was be was it be when was Matrix? Matrix was later. Yeah, Matrix that was, was like, like 90. Uh, and they're making another Matrix. Or 92, 93. They are. They're no, making this was another Matrix. This, okay, so it was 2000. So Matrix was what? Not a reboot, right? Not a, Well, Keanu Reeves. and Oh, he's in it? He's in it, yeah. They're, yeah, they're yeah, the Wachowski peoples. I guess yeah. in that world, you don't really 1999 die. 1999 right? Matrix. So, yeah, this was okay, r- so mid-Matrix. Right but, you know, the interesting thing is I wonder when it was actually made. Because... Uh, I I have a I don't know I have a sneaking suspicion that that movie might have been made before he went into production for and Matrix like, and then oh, it comes out yeah, later yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. interesting being on film sets with people and and talking with them about what they're about shooting and what they're filming they don't come and then what gets later. released when when yeah, you know, right, I mean right. that's that's a really interesting yeah. process anyway point mm-hmm. break point break we have already talked about uh, point break Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. right that's mm-hmm. a good movie though. I mean Johnny Utah from Ohio State University there Come on. He is. that's that's a, that's oh, a good I forgot about that that's a Come good on. Movie. Do you remember when Speed movie. came out I love yes Speed. dude I remember like it was a big deal we went to Blockbuster got a VHS tape popped it in if sat could, around if, if, if you you were yes. get it because it was, it was so always out intense. it was always out and we like gathered around and it was a big deal to watch Speed. well I'll tell you why because I worked at a video store when I was in college in 19 <laughs> Years ago, so in 1994 ish, back when VHSs were the thing. Yeah, you do the math, yeah. audience. Uh, mm-hmm. And and what we would do uh, would we'd hold all the good movies. Oh, all yeah, the employees yeah, would yeah, hold yeah, all the copies of the good go. movies that yeah. we wanted to see. I knew. I always knew that was the case. Well, that is the case, of course. Even it with is. the record stores, everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah and then you want us to there. be kind and rewind. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now, you exert now yourself in whatever, whatever kind of subversive way you can. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> what? What is that word? Is what? That what? That's, a throwback. Jeff Bezos. That's a throwback from like seven episodes ago. Sorry. <laughs> and nothing to do with it. <laughs> He's got something to do with it. 
had something to do. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a throwback to our Christmas episode. <laughs> it does. Wow. If you're a whiskey business Christmas. fan, uh, for some reason check he out thinks that. that Jeff Bezos has something to do with the with, the, with, with, the, with the downfall of VHS <laughs> in the format. Completely. He's behind everything, man. He's, He's the, the puppet man. <laughs> So what is your guilty pleasure, Dino? All right, Dino? You know, All right yeah, let's bring it around to you. Oh, I, I gave out a couple. Now, now let's throw right. it back I, to uh, you. I have, I have two. I'm going to start with my my biggest guilty pleasure of them all. Um, is a movie that touched me. <laughs> that that so that that's, you, that spoke to me. Can you show us? And I and I saw and I saw it right about. Um, <laughs> it's awful. Uh, let me just let me just name off the cast uh, for starters. Sir Lawrence Olivier. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good so, so far. far. Pedigree. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we drop down to Neil Diamond. Oh shit. <laughs> and just... Lucy Arnaz. Yeah, not Lucille Ball, her daughter. Yeah, Lucy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Bring the it. jazz singer. Yes. The jazz singer. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. Oh my god. Never seen you it. You have to. Now, I think why did I like this movie so much at the time it came out? Well, at the time it came out, I was writing music. 1980. Yeah, I was writing music. Mm. I was I thought I thought I was going to be uh, Osbeck knows. Osbeck knows this. You guys don't know it so much, but Osbeck knows that there is a treasure trove of Angst-filled songs. No, you've talked about it that I've written. Yeah, on well, cassette. On, on cassette. No, you haven't heard them though. Oh, well, yeah, I've heard yeah, you talk you, about John. You've heard them. Osbeck's yeah, heard them. Uh, yeah, the, from the eighties. I'm sorry. Some of <laughs> as, yeah. as well. He should be some but, of them, but, but but some of them. There are some uncut gems. There's there, some uncut gems in there. And, Adam and, Sandler. And, and that's what. And that's Neil Diamond plays this. This rabbi's son, who's supposed to follow in his father's mm-hmm. footsteps, be the cantor of the or- of the congregation. Yeah, but he wants right? to he wants to write music and he wants to pursue it. So he goes on this journey and breaks his father's heart. That's one of the most gut wrenching, awfully acted scenes ever. <laughs> when, when, when Sir Lawrence Olivier just goes, "I have no, no son. son," and he rips off the and he goes, "Pop, pop, pop." Yeah, but um, <laughs> pop. Yeah. It's, but, but what a soundtrack! But this, but then again, going back to those '80s soundtracks, the album was huge. Hmm. I think I have it on vinyl. It and never was huge. To it. Oh, yeah. Well, to America. I mean, every Fourth of July fireworks. Has, oh, is that yeah. that's from is that, that from movie? Jazz day. Oh, yeah, that's from the jazz yeah, singer. Okay, everybody knows that jazz song. Yeah, you know, no, a ton of great songs on the soundtrack. But the movie on a whole. Oh, oh, the shittiest, horrible. 19% oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, you be, okay, you win. So I win, far. I win. I got the lowest. I thought I had it at 41%. Movie. Yeah, you get yeah, the shittiest 19%, the jazz singer, and I and I, and I I told Osbeck, and if you've never seen it, I'll invite you, and you can yeah, come well, to it. Yeah, let's watch it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> kidding. Of course you would come. I feel like that's a pond. I'll bring night, the popcorn. When it gets warm, we got to watch it out at the pond. I don't know, man. If we ever get a, if we ever get a really bad winter storm, here we can hunker down and watch the jazz singer. I'll bring a PA system. We can just blare out. I have surround sound speakers in the other room. <laughs> Come on, I'm just trying to earn my keep here. Do you know, <laughs> you, you don't need to earn your keep. You've earned it. All right, thanks. You buddy. worked with thanks. me for how many years? Uh, You've earned your keep. Okay. I yes. mean, how many yes. songs from that movie are just great karaoke um, songs? Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, fantastic. I'm gonna look up the the, the soundtrack. There's there's at least I, there's at least a hello? minimum. Hello. Um, right? Hello. Hello again. Hello. There's at least four hits. Yeah. 
before we Love get... on the Rock. Love, Love on, on the rock. rock. That's right. Yes. Hello again, America. Ain't no surprise. Songs of Life. Songs of Life. Yes. Amazed yeah. and Confused. Right. Summer Love. Yep. On the Robert E. Lee. Was he walking slowly down the street Acapulco. with his hands in his pocket? There is a scene with him walking slowly down the street with his guitar. <laughs> there is. There is. I'm very just, sad right now. So you just walk down back. the street with your head back. down. Strap strap on his back. Back. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, jazz singer. And I always used to get that. I, I could never understand when I was young. Like, th- there's two jazz singers because I would always remember like well, the Al Jolson. Al Jolson. Jazz singer was the first talkie in yeah. film history. So yeah. I'd always I'd be like, which one are you talking about, Mom? And, but 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 the jazz, the less racist one. one. And that's and, yes, and yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but but it was the the, the, same, the same thing. The same. Essence of the story, yeah, right? The story right. as far as a yeah, you know, a and I, I will say again as the thirty-five-year-old uh, in the room, I I was exposed to this plot line through The Simpsons, which uh, the jazz singer, yes, no kidding, uh, cr- yeah, Krusty the clown uh, is <laughs> a Jewish see? clown, and see, his dad he wants to be a clown. Da, 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 da. It, it, I, it, I remember that. that. It's kind of, it's kind of yeah. foundation. Of, I want to say Mel Brooks or not Mel Brooks. One of the one of somebody is is, is, is his dad. Uh, the Jewish rabbi. It's look, a hit. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look it up. I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> I, honestly, I mean, talk about taking a piece of shit movie, which I love. It's my guilty pleasure. But that's something that I think they could translate to the Broadway stage and be a hit. I think worse things have been put up right, on Broadway exactly. from movies. I think, I think they could. They Absolutely. Could, I think they could, but they pro- they're and probably timid. You're talking about a book that's already really good. Yeah. Right? I mean, the, the story. The story eh, is there. But the book is is fantastic. Right. We just went through a bunch of the songs that are fantastic uh-huh. in it. Yeah. Big hit. Big, the album was huge. The album probably made more money than the movie. So you're saying I got a chance on Broadway? <laughs> no. But how did Lawrence Olivier <laughs> say yes to that movie? What? How did Lawrence Olivier say yes to that movie? So oh, that's a really interesting question. Do you did, know? He, did he owe I a lot no of taxes? What, I, don't what, know if it was a, I don't know if it was a paycheck for <laughs> was him. It, was it I a favor? I don't know if it was a favor, a paycheck. I mean, I at know. that point, an, an, an Academy Award winning actor. What was the year? Actor, was the year? Right? 1980, you said? 80. 80, yeah. yeah. So he was older. He was older, he was but still, 80s, he had a body of work that was Maybe just he was friends with uh, Neil Diamond. Who directed Maybe. that? I oh, I don't know. Good question. Uh, Jackie Mason, for the record. Uh, Jackie Mason. Plays Presley's father. Presley's father, yes. <laughs> Jackie Mason directed The Jazz Singer. Jackie Mason did that he directed The Jazz Singer. I did The Jazz Singer. Uh, I thought Rich- it was going to be a huge hit. Richard An action. Uh, Richard Fleischer. Fleischer? Fleischer? Fleischer. Richard Fleischer. Uh, um, is the director. Um, and a bunch Done. of other people. And a bunch of other people? More than one director? <laughs> uh, Sydney J. Fury is un, 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 So they probably yeah, started they out just, with one they, director. Yeah, yeah. And then <sighs> somebody else came in and took over. But the soundtrack, like, I, I can't work like this. But <laughs> acting is the worst. But I did. I identify, identified with that film. Because Olivier just belittles me all the time. <laughs> he was supposed to be you know, Cantor. He's supposed to follow in his father's footsteps. I, at the time, you know. Uh, okay, was, so here's where it ties in, right? The emotional know, was, part of it? I, well, you know, I was married and, and, and working two jobs I hated. But I, I thought my music was, I had to give up my music and, and focus on on other things and you know and I, I related to that film on some level mm. and I'm I'm I you guys don't know this he and I have been talking I'm going back to unearth some of that music and and do something with it I don't know what may some of them are god awful and maybe we could have some laughs on this podcast with those them. Are the but hits. some of them I I 
your career as a songwriter might might not necessarily be. Uh, we got equipment. We should record an album and about release doing. it online for people to buy if they want. Oh, we could. We could. Call I got it a microphone just for well, fun. There's, we uh, got some new stands. There's. There's. Hey man, there's, we got the technology. There is a uh, upstairs. There's a reel to reel tape. You were talking about reel to reel. You were talking about reel to reel. Where I actually went in somebody's uh, basement. Um, and and did a halfway decent recordings of the songs because Demos. I wanted to I wanted to I, I took the cheap out the cheap way out on copyright and mm-hmm. I, I I copyrighted them all as a collection mm-hmm. so I could get them all done in one yeah so swoop. you didn't have to do them all as so individuals one, yeah thing. so there's a reel to reel which I'm gonna have transferred over to a, a CD and then maybe we can consider uh, VHS tape the, the, yeah, the, the, the VHS tape but the you know you can hear some of the yeah. There was a lot of angst. There was a lot of angst in this in this twenty something year old. I mean, a lot of a lot of angst. Uh, songs like "Forgotten Dreams" and "Watch the Years Pass By" and a song about my father, "Daddy, Daddy Dear, Dear, Daddy Dear," which I think could be a huge country hit. But all right, enough's enough. You got to play some of these things for us later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. I've heard about these songs, but yeah, yeah, know. never. No, well, I'm gonna, I'm going to unearth them, and then maybe that could be a. Maybe those are going to be the Broadway hit. Uh, that could be that. That would be a put them all into a musical. That could be game. an interesting whiskey mm. business podcast. If we, yeah, it could be a musical. It could be a yeah. And they could become everybody's guilty pleasure. It could be a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right, my second well, guilty yeah. pleasure film. Okay, and and this one, it's one you're gonna have to look up because I think this is this was talked about being remade with. Uh, uh, a R- female Ronda Rousey right right Roadhouse mm-hmm. gentlemen I think it's time for you to leave <laughs> you sent me that clip today now I think that it? I could go for in a remake well and again 37% Rotten Tomato like but a, but also a cult classic cult I mean classic. it's it's Patrick Swayze and it's Ben Gazzara yeah, who played the other bouncer though? The guy with the big mustache. Oh, oh Sam, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. Fuck Sam Elliott. It was great. So what's for dinner? Yeah. What's for dinner, dude? dude. Uh. I, 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 <laughs> um, I love Roadhouse. I love. I had, I never, I had never seen it. I had uh, until college. So we're talking about like uh, maybe oh two. My college room was like, "Ooh, you want to watch Roadhouse?" And, and when I, did that movie come out? What did we say? say? Uh, Eighty nine. Um, and, but again, like kind of the guilty pleasures thing, I felt a little like weird, but also awesome that I'm watching it alone in my dorm room with my college roommate buddy. <laughs> There's a lot of six packs, a lot of oily guys, you know, I mean, those haircuts. 80s. Yes. The haircuts. We've a lot already of good talked about there. the ass shots in, uh, Tango I and Cash. I said that the women like the ass shots in Tango well, we Cash. Much like the women, much, much like all the women love the volleyball scene in Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. And now, and now, Top Gun. You, you don't think there's going to be Gun a Maverick? You it's absolutely going to. You don't think be, there's going to be a volleyball I scene? I believe there's going to be a volleyball scene. Top Gun Maverick. You know damn well there's going to be a volleyball scene. It'll be yes. like something That's updated. True. Lacrosse. It'll be a lacrosse. <laughs> lacrosse. <laughs> uh, the no, n- the notebook scene. director Nick Casavetes has been tapped to write and direct the new Roadhouse remake with Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. And I've been hearing that for the last three years. Yeah, yeah. What's the date? This on that? was article yeah, 2015. Dude, so I think I think they canceled. I think they canceled it. They they they, they, right, they must have done because she popped up on uh, 
Well, she uh, can't act, dude. On a Fox show, nine one one. She's not much of an actor. She seems like an interesting personality, but her acting yeah. chops just aren't there. You know, she did all right on a TV show, but she only had. A, well, was, was I think limited. that other girl that's like big, kind of growing right now. She was in Haywire. Mm. Um, uh, she was just w- was in, Haywire the Soderbergh. Yeah, yeah, and then she was also in The Mandalorian. She started. Oh, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gina something or other. Uh, 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 Gina something. Yeah, she's a better actress than Ronda Rousey. So if they rebooted that idea with her, it probably would work. That's a good. Call. I, 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 I like I, that. I, I, I like I, that. I hold the same uh, <laughs> thought process that Osbeck had with Big Trouble in Little China. Gina, leave it the fuck alone. Okay. Carano, Carano, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, leave yeah. it alone. And she's just a like badass. When, just like I didn't ever, I never saw the remake of The Longest Yard. Why did they remake yeah. The Longest okay. Yard? Okay, because Adam Sandler right? was attached. No. That's right. And why? Burt Reynolds. I never have either. You can't. Did, oh, no, no. Why? Why mess with that movie? And so that, that brings that in. One I never we saw got it. another tie into a into a guilty pleasure why that remake I absolutely no. love. <laughs> Go ahead. Which is from 1977, right. directed by Hal Needham. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey. Now that, yeah, might, that was a that very popular movie. That was very popular, very but popular it's a guilty movie. pleasure now because nobody really knows that movie so, anymore. Not really. And, well, and uh, we can talk more about Smokey. But Eastbound down, we don't want to get banned. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. The fact of like, okay, um, <laughs> we just, the we next just recited half the songs on the jazz thing, <laughs> but you're gonna stop us on, on Jerry <laughs> on Reed. Jerry Reed. <laughs> Jerry Reed. You're gonna stop us on Jerry Reed. I mean, Jerry Reed's yeah, lawyers are fucking badasses, yeah, man. Yeah, his his family's nuts. <laughs> no, uh, no, so so the the uh, the idea of the next generation of fans, movie fans, discovering things. Like, uh-huh. uh, like for example, I was always embarrassed to tell my friends that I liked Psycho, which obviously is one of the best Why? movies. Because I was a, because I was a young movie fan that like I couldn't like imagine being like, hey, but, hey guys, let's sit around and watch Psycho together. Oh my god! So so, and that's maybe not a tit for tat for Smoking the Bandit, but the fact of of like <laughs> no. these these like. Uh, amazing movies when they came out or uh, uh, critically acclaimed when they were out 10, 20, 30 years later sure. you try Do to they be still like, hold like hey right buddies let's get around and watch um, uh, you know Lawrence of Arabia huh that's a, that's a classic <laughs> well, you, let's you, go you know, like, all right, uh, I did it, that with my friends but, I don't know but, what you're talking about but if you could <laughs> hang around with the right <laughs> film geeks, if you were hanging out with guys with, that actually appreciated and had an appreciation for cinema films and, and films, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I could see that. But you're talking about guys like what Lawrence of Who? Yeah, I, I, um, yes, yes. I mean, yeah, it, I you're, it. you're I trying to it. like play the balance of like retro hip you and, a, and film appreciation versus like you, you know, fucking psychos. You guys, movie. You, you guys, guys come on! Yeah. I know we want to watch Adam Sandler again, <laughs> but Psycho is great too. Well, if you did it like that, <laughs> yeah, come yeah, on, guys. Not have it. it's a pretty appealing. I swear, Puff Daddy does the soundtrack. <laughs> uh, Smokey and the Bandit. But yes, all right. Also, speaking just, of just speaking of, but that is, cast, that cast with Burt Reynolds, Sally Field, uh, Jerry Reed, mm-hmm. and of course Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. They got an and, 80, 85 uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So there you go. Who played his? Uh, his, his who was Junior? Uh, my, my, he because he was player. he was a, and he played Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, in a Tarzan movie in, in the sixties, no, no. Um, uh, Mike. 
Mike Henry? Hen- yes. Mike, Mike Henry. Mike, Mike Henry. Henry. Right? Yeah. Mike Henry. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Ooh, yeah, he's Dad got some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got like a when 14 home, pack. I'm going to smack <laughs> your mama <laughs> in the mouth. I cannot believe that you came from my loins. <laughs> oh. And the other one is, give me a <laughs> give me a Dr. Pepper and a Diablo sandwich and make it a, make it. What's, I love it. Make it snappy. Make what's it snappy because I'm in a goddamn hurry. Jackie Gleason was awesome in that. And, uh, the, and getting Jackie Gleason for that movie at that time seems almost like getting Sir Lawrence Olivier right. for coming uh, right. for uh, the jazz singer. I was right. going to say for coming to America. Yeah. That's not right. Same thing. I don't know. Sally Fields is a pretty big star at that point. She was. She did a lot of movies. Yeah. Well, it was a hit. She was actually had, mean, had been nominated for an Academy Award by, at that point. I think yeah, for Norma Ray. For Norma Ray. Yeah. But she it's interesting. They give it to like to Hal Needham. Who wrote and directed right, right, that right, right. movie? Who had never done anything really before? But he's buddy. Oh, but he was buddies. Man. But he was buddies with with Burt Reynolds. He was buddies with Burt Reynolds. Tight. So is it Burt Reynolds who got that movie made with with? Uh, I, I would well, think. Was, was the was the most respected stuntman in Hollywood, and that's so. also the inspiration for another guilty pleasure, which yeah. I'd be interested to see what this Rotten Tomatoes is, which is Hooper. Hooper. Oh, Hooper. Yeah. Which Jan Hal, Michael Vincent also directed by Hal because Jan Michael Vincent plays the up and coming stunt man and, and Burt Reynolds, Reynolds is on his season, way out. Right, 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 right. right, right. Uh, not, yeah. too, not too shabby. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Sixty. Sixty audience score. Because it all leads up to that big great. jump that they're going to do in the car at the end. Remember the Cooper and that. Kind of. Burt I, I saw it when it first came out in a drive-in movie theater. And I was a run. Or Cannonball Run. Which is also um, being talked about being Cannibal remade. Express. And that one, Cannonball Express? Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. I said it wrong the first yes. time. There's Cannonball Run, and then 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 it's 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 weak. Uh, it's weak um, imitator was uh, Gumball Rally. Yeah, that's right. Gumball was that Rally. really a movie? Yeah, Gumball Rally. Well, was that is a, nobody's guilty pleasure. So. Nobody's guilty pleasure. Okay. Cannonball Run was great. I love Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run Two. Eh. Cannonball Run have, have uh, Bruce Lee in it. It. it uh, Cannonball I think Run. Cannonball, Cannonball Run Two, two had Bruce Lee in it. Lee but Cannonball it. Run had Dean. Dean Martin. Uh, didn't it? Well, I th- I don't and Sammy remember, Davis Jr. I can't remember if they were in the. Is that, I think they were in the second. Was one. that in the second one also? The second one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. Gumball, But Dom DeLuise. Yes. Dun dun. Duh. Hey, hey, JJ. <laughs> and they're talking about that in Cannonball Run. They, I've heard that about in remake, and I, that's one that they could probably get the right bevy of uh, of popular actors at and, this and time. You Cannonball pull in Run. like uh, people like Kate McKinnon and all the there good, good go. comedic actors, yeah, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, Will you, you get a bunch of people to do Cannonball Run again. And that's where they Jack got, Black would be the new no. uh, Don Delores. Oh my! On the race, <laughs> that what? That's where the race. What's the one where they like all crash? Uh, somebody crashes and they're like, oh, "The gold, it's on the such and such." Talking about it's a mad, 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 yeah, mad, yeah, mad, yeah, mad, yeah, mad, yeah, mad, yeah. That's yeah. the same. That all those. How many mad movies to me? I don't know. I always, <laughs> always, always said too many just to cover my base. I used to own one reel of Mad, 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 Mad World. What, on like 16 or 35? No, 35. Oh, my. One reel of it? Why one reel? You didn't get the whole film? Well, <laughs> why would you, what would you, how did you get one this? You had a Mad, Mad how World. How did you get so a Mad World? Ohio, 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 State, Ohio State had an editing a mad uh, state. thing, and they would give, I got this print, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just taking this oh, home. I'm taking it. Oh, so it was, it was Ohio State. It was in a closet. Yeah, I stole it. <laughs> I think the statute of limitations. Have and, and you, I think I'm okay. And you I think about, that went away when the film department got disbanded. Right. Going so. back to what Hansberry said about you know not being able to, you know being in in the moment and having to do everything. It's a mad 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 world. I mean all the crazy shit that goes on in that movie. And there's some incredible stunt work Slapstick in that movie. Stunts. Where, where it, uh, 
yeah, a lot of people got hurt on that film. Yeah. You know, making it because they do some outrageous shit and they actually did it. It wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't. I'd love to see that movie again. I haven't seen it. It pops for up on Turner years. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. On, yeah. On I feel like I've seen it with my dad on the rig. I may have it downstairs. No way. On VHS? I may have it, I may, on, uh, on DVD. Well, it's a long movie, though, from what I remember. It's like two and a half, three hours. Yeah. It's one of those movies that if you saw it back in the theaters back in the day, there was an intermission. There was an intermission. Yeah. There was an intermission. Yeah, I think it was called Cinemascope too. It was like mm-hmm. pretty wide. Yeah, yeah. Stanley Kramer, I think, was the director of that one. I thought you were going to say Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> Stanley <laughs> Star Kramer Wars or, was or, the director. Or, or, Hello, you guys in action. Uh, but the, they, 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 yeah, they pulled out anybody that was anybody at, at that, that time, time. Right. And then people that it's 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 just like when we have a movie now and we all of a sudden they. Pull, like say, if we make a movie now like in, the, in, in, in the or, 2020s, or, we'll pull an Quentin actor Tarantino. from uh, the the 80s into this film yeah, that but, people remember. They did the same thing in in, in Mad World with like uh, the Three Stooges. Yeah, and uh, yes, and uh, it was uh, like everybody was popular in the 50s with uh, with uh, everybody who came up in what was his name. Uh, uh, Coca, uh, MG Coca, um, and Buster Keaton was Buster in it. Keaton was, was in it, it, but there was a there was a, a show. Um, on on CBS in the fifties, it was a big variety. Oh, Sid Caesar show. shows, Sid Caesar. Show, shows, shows, shows. There's always people that was on the show of shows were in this fuck in this yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so that was uh, yeah Stanley Kramer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. Spencer Tracy, Milton Burl, Milton Burl, mm-hmm. Sid Caesar, Buddy right. Hackett, yep. uh, Mickey Rooney, Jim Backus. Jim oh, Backus is in that movie. There's a scene yeah. with Jonathan Buddy, Buddy Hackett and Jim Backus, and he's flying Jonathan the plane. From Dayton. And it's yes. absolutely. Jim Backus is known for to Gilligan's Island. Yeah. 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 But Jim Backus is absolutely. There's a scene in that movie with Jim Backus in the plane, and he's drank and he's making martinis, and it's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. For that scene alone, I would sit through that whole thing. Do you think movie. he was actually drunk? Probably. Okay. Can I can I say <laughs> it was what, practical effects. One, one of Dino's I'm gonna call you out on one of your guilty pleasures. All right, right. And I will honestly I mean I'm not trying to fisticuffs with you. <laughs> but we've never had actual fisticuffs on the podcast. This might maybe, be it. Maybe this might be tonight. it. This might Just be wait. it. The quiet man. The quiet man. You watch it every, every St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Yes, who doesn't? What is wrong with Me? that? Boy, anybody, seen it. Yeah, Seriously. anybody, what everybody but you two. John Wayne. For those of you listening Marine on audio, O'Hara. you don't know that I'm looking at the camera right now for YouTube because I can't even turn around and look at Hansberry right the now. The man, he religiously the, 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 watches it. He'll come over to the, the quiet, bar. I'll come home to the bar no matter what my sloppy state. Sloppy drunk. Yes, no matter He'll what my state. Of my, yeah, put it's it It's a fucking four-hour long movie. It's not movie. a four-hour yeah, movie. It feels like it. It's not. No. It's directed by John fucking Ford, one of the greatest Dr. directors Dr. that Hollywood has ever seen. It's a wonderful movie. What is wrong with it's you? When you can see I've John Wayne do something with seen. one word when he gets thrown that towel and he says, Bar towel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and one of the greatest... Fights. Guilty pleasure. One of the greatest fights oh, in movie history. The the all the way across this the is thing. the definition of the guilty pleasure. A movie that I you... don't know if that's a definition of a yes. guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's but wasn't that, that, that you two like are it, just right? like in love with? John's never seen. I was force fed to watch it because Dino tells me to watch it every every. I don't March. tell you to watch it. I told every you to watch March. it. I told you to every watch March, it one time. You tell me to watch it every March. You tell me to watch it. And have you ever? Have you ever? Are, are, I've watched it. Are you watch? Are you watching it when you're drunk after St. Patty's Day? 
because I've you, tried to watch it both ways. You tried to watch it sober. <laughs> I've given it a shot. So what don't you sloppy. like about that movie? It's just a long, slow John Wayne movie. There's no such thing. <laughs> as a, as All right. A, okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna put, type it into Rotten Tomatoes right here. You got what's it called again? Uh, the this, Quiet Man. <laughs> he said very as loudly. he said, yes, you yell it. <laughs> it's the Quiet Man. It's the Quiet Man. <laughs> All right, it's a, it's ninety one percent. Thank All right. you. Oh, ninety one percent. I wonder why go. it was only nominated for Best Fucking Picture the year it came out. Fair enough. Now, have there, I wasn't alive, have there been any of the movies that we've talked about previously that have actually been nominated for any Academy Awards? Ace Ventura. No. <laughs> Best dolphin work. <laughs> best best, uh, best supporting you, actor, best, Dan Marino. Best, <laughs> best use of a mascot. Or best abuse of a mascot. You got it, <laughs> we talk about uh, guilty pleasures, kind of like embarrassing things. Uh, 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 one of my uh, guilty pleasures um, that is actually nominated for Oscars, probably won Oscars, uh, is uh, West Side Story musicals? We haven't touched on musicals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this a, is also being remade. That, yeah, yeah, yeah Spielberg. It's coming Spielberg. out this year with Spielberg. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people are like holding Why? their breath on that one. Yeah, so uh, Grease, uh, West Side Story, Jesus Christ Superstar are my three favorite musicals, musicals. and uh, m- mainly film. I've never seen any of them. I gotta admit, in, in, I was theater. drunk a few. Uh, believe it or not, I was drunk a few weeks ago. No, and it was a Friday night. Uh, it was like one o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, and for some reason, I started thinking about Jesus Christ Superstar. I found it on YouTube and I fucking watched it. It's the good. whole thing. The whole you fucking the whole thing. thing. So I mean, I, I well, think Jim was like, I, I think "Why, why music, did you go to bed at four o'clock in the morning?" I'm like, uh, "It was Jesus." Jesus. I was watching Jesus, Jesus because of Jesus. Mary Magdalene yeah. hooked me. <laughs> uh, I, I, West Side Story is a great movie. It's, it didn't win Oscars. Although I'm going to look. Oh, it, won it absolutely it won did. Best picture. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it won best picture. Okay, so West Side Story. My mom took my brother and I to see it when it was when the traveling Broadway show came to Columbus in the early 80s and we saw West Side Story and that was one of the first I remember that's one of the the, the hallmark things in my memory of, of seeing a, a play or a musical mm-hmm. that that made me really think man I want to be a part of like doing something like that and it was and it I was think absolutely that, I think that's, amazing that's the excitement inside that it's like this is not just a movie there's this other thing the record or or CD or right the soundtrack, soundtrack. right the and soundtrack then, and then Let you it see it live on, on, on stage like uh, um, I'll have but I too. guess again it goes to the fact that like my parents luckily exposed me to this early so like I'm in eighth grade really digging out mm-hmm. to the West Side Story soundtrack it's not like I'm gonna be like hey, it's a guys, great soundtrack come on oh, over there's so many great and let's watch well, Happy I, Gilmore and, and listen also, to the West Side Story soundtrack <laughs> let's do it I mean if we dive a little you're deeper changed, let's say correct, it's eighth grade right you're, you're experiencing <laughs> this in eighth grade when you're discovering like first loves and you're having things where like I want to be with this girl and it's a story about and a guy music. and a girl who can't be together it's Romeo and Juliet it's absolutely yeah it's absolutely that but th- that's like the perfect time to get that. Yeah. Well, but, but at the same time, you're not, it's not like you're, you're like down on hip to your buddies. There's nothing like a kid with a social, social disease. disease. <laughs> Love it. Uh, when I'm trying you're to look a jet, up there. You're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. When yeah. <laughs> did, did you guys ever see that Saturday Night Live sketch with Norm MacDonald? <laughs> he, he's like a, uh, a, they do like the snap in. Uh, guys, and he starts singing. He's like, "No, nobody else. No, nobody else." <laughs> well, and there's that. a cultural reference when you see somebody doing this on SNL. Yeah, yeah. right. You think, 
Yeah. So Spielberg's is supposed to be December of 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 you know, and I and I have the the kid from Baby Driver, right? Right. Right. Uh, um, Elgort something. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He's one of those one of those actors' names. An- that I Ansel, 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 Ansel. Yeah, Ansel, Ansel. Uh, Elgort. Oh yeah. Uh, Rachel Ziegler, he, and they're they're casting kind of no names, is what he'd like to say. Well, now here's the other interesting thing about the original movie version uh, is that Natalie Wood was playing a Latina, right? Yeah. And definitely not a Latina at no, that time, right? No, 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 yeah, no. That time they didn't hire Latinos yeah. or black people. No. I like Rita how it's Mar- called Rita Moreno. Crime was, was her sister. Right? <laughs> on IMBD, it's, it's categories, uh, categorized as crime, drama, musical. <laughs> well, there's crime. Okay, right. hey, there's crime. We don't want to spoil it for anybody who has drama. There's a couple right. of knife fights in there. There's some death. Yeah. And you mentioned Greece. Greece, Greece was yeah. huge. No, Greece oh, yeah. is uh, now my my daughter loves Greece. And my wife loves absolutely. Greece too. That one, my daughter is eight, that, that one seems almost to, eighteen right now. That one, it's one interesting how that one to watch seems to eight, transcend generations. Yeah, it, well, and, and you just said something too, and made this is like a masculinity thing. Like you said, my <laughs> wife loves these things, and I think of musicals as very uh, no. I mean, just that movie. No, yeah, but it's like as a guy, is it a guilty pleasure because you're like kind of. Well, that's a girl film. Well, I think it depends on, on maybe the environment that you come up in. Because for me, it was, uh, you know, I was raised on on, on theater and, yeah. and Broadway oh. and, and, and film. And, so, so yeah. I love musicals. you know, I but so I remember some of the early plays that and musicals that I saw were West Side Story, yeah. La Caja Fall. Mm-hmm. Um, bye Bye Birdie. Uh, bye bye Birdie. I was bye, actually in bye. in a summer camp production that we did yeah. when My I was daughter in middle was school. In Greece. Yeah. She played right. Rizzo. I remember sitting through many performances, watching her make out with a guy, and it made me very uncomfortable. She was good at it. Too little, too good at it. She was great. She was great. She was great, she was great where, at it. Where was it? She at, at, uh, Columbus, Children's, Columbus Children's Theater. Oh, at, okay. Yeah. CCT. Yeah, yeah. She did. She played Rizzo. She did great. She did great. She also was in uh, Into the Woods. She played the witch. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay, no, that was her senior year in high school, junior or senior year. Well, she's in, got I a was voice. In, into the woods, yeah, I played the daughter, old man. My my daughter was into the. Uh, I cried every night. I saw it every night, and I cried every night, every night. She was awesome. Well, I ended up being Tony in the eighth grade oh, version right. of West Side Story really? at Jones Middle School. Eighth grade, Bragger, eighth grade, we, uh, yeah. It's, it was like came full circle. I hmm. ended up seeing it. I think a year or two before, and then I ended up being Tony. It was great. It was nice. Great. One of my favorite story, my That's favorite awesome. West Side stories ever was uh, it. It took place on a Monday night poker game, not here. When I lived in my old apartment on, on East on California, California, yeah. and we would play albums like we still do now. And my friend Polly put on the West Side yeah. Story soundtrack, and uh, and uh, when you're a jet came on, and <laughs> and it, I'm already this, visualizing. Did it stop it. the game? This this weird. It, I, I wish it could have been filmed, Whitney, because it was like it was like this. It's like, you know, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way, and everybody's tired. And, and it's like fun, like all these guys, all these guy guys, you know, smoking, drinking guys, knew the words to that song. Yeah, but that's yeah. just it, okay? So by it's a, so it's, when the song yeah. goes on, and as it continues to grow and grow, it, 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 it throughout the song, by the time the middle of the song gets there and towards the end, nobody's playing cards. Everybody's standing up by the end of the song because when you're a jet, you stay a jet. 
that? And it stops. And then everybody goes right back down. All right, who's in? <laughs> Didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. All right, who's in? What's the, what's the game? What's the game? It's like, like it never happened. There are no labels when it comes to the love of West Side Story. It's, well, it, no, but that's a, that's a testament to what it tunes into, man. It 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 tunes into that. It, it was supposed to represent the smoking, the drinking guys of that time, right? Right. The toughness of that Spielberg time. I right? hit with it, but, you know, I'm, it's like yeah, some, some things it's, you don't mess around with. It's kind of like remaking Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> I'm not sure about it yet. It's a continuation. I mean, you know, you mentioned okay. uh, off the podcast, you mentioned Papillon as one of your favorite movies. Yeah. yeah. Did you and, see and, the and remake? They, re- they did a remake, and the remake not. flopped. No, no fucking way yeah. would I Right, because it had, what, Charlie Hunnam? Was uh, it Charlie Hunnam? No. I, um, I don't I couldn't tell you. And uh, the guy from uh, Mr. Robot, the the one who uh, was Rami in Malik. Rami yeah, Malek, yeah. and uh, I can't remember who was the other guy. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I will play the Steve McQueen role. I, I'm really. A, I, I'm averse to remakes, to tell you the truth. I can't stand them. Come up with something a little more unique and creative and, and new, guys. Come on. Yeah. Well, well, it drives me crazy. That's like I refuse to see Little Women, not because I don't think it's probably a good movie, but because it's like the fourth fucking remake. But this remake, I will have to say, I saw it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Okay, great. I'm not going to see it. Because have Ho- you seen another Hollywood's version of it? Take, uh, yes, I have. Which version did you see? I've seen the one from the uh, from the 40s, I believe, when okay. it was made, and then, then the one that was from like 10 years ago. I've right. seen the, I've seen two versions okay. of it. All right. Well, I okay. You know, Hollywood. You so, want my money? Make something a little something. <laughs> what if they What if they reboot it again? Horrible. But <laughs> call it call it like Littler Women. <laughs> I don't think that would be a good look for me to walk into a into a movie theater that says Littler Women. Littler Women. I just don't think that's yeah. a good move all the way. And they around. do it. And so. they do it all with four year olds. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wait, they're Your all. Could be a star. Wait, they're all sisters she who are four years five. old. Five. So that's all right. weird. That yeah, it's just odd. Sense, all right. Should I mention Space Camp at this time? No, I don't want to mention. Oh, uh, so. we could. You know, this no, week, 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 we need to wrap it up. <laughs> we uh, because uh, well, no, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, we need we need to start wrapping things yeah. up. But uh, it's been an interesting, enlightening conversation. <laughs> this was fun, especially we, coming off the heels of, of um, Oscars, Oscars and, right? and, and what the official. And can you believe that that one for best picture? Oh my god! Can you believe that? I can't Lord believe it. I thought Adam Sandler was going to get the nod. Like it was going to, he was like they were like he's not nominated, <laughs> but Rough Gems or whatever it's called is <laughs> still going to. Keep gonna, on thinking of other words. He's going to. He's going to come. That's right. And that thing that, like that one guy said. Vote, oh my god. The thing that one guy said. Diamonds in the rough. It was great. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we're close to done. We're close to done. We need to do a couple of things before we wrap things up. Also, remind you of first of all, all of our social medias that you need to be a part of and join us in. Um, uh, Whiskey Business Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Whiskey Biz uh, Show on uh, Twitter. Twitter. And Facebook. Facebook, of course. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. YouTube, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually had some, uh, if you're listening to this right now, we had some visual aids. I had some VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. You should check those out. I'm just check saying. On the out. YouTube check channel. I'm actually, I'll, I'll probably put, put you got those a review pictures. I'll read? put those pictures and, up and, uh, on, on uh, Instagram. Of course, so, yeah. uh, we, we, you can listen to Whiskey Business wherever you get your favorite podcast, but iTunes seems to be the, the one where no, we get the most. That's where the hip kids listen if you have the iPhone. Um, but really what we ask you to do is wh- however you view us or listen to us or engage with us, just comment. And, and it could, because when you um, kind of engage with us, 
other people find us. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's all it's like uh, Jeff Bezos's uh, algorithm. <laughs> why he just yes. does? Why, it. why would you say Jeff Bezos? Why would you enrage the man as we have the last final we, we minutes of our podcast? Our, we were doing so we well, Greg. Right we were on there. our way out. They've been throttling our fucking uh, so uh, page. Jeff Bezos. If this ever gets back to you, I would love to have you on Whiskey Business with John Whitney here. And right. then Catherine you guys can, you guys can, M. You'll have a role in Dino's next musical. <laughs> oh, Jeff, I love Blue Origin, Jeff. Catherine Bezos. M. Harrison. Oh yes, uh, this is this is a. Uh, one of the latest reviews, and I, I actually, I, I was just blown away. A friend suggested that I listen to Whiskey Business, and now I am obsessed with it. The concept is witty and briskly fun, with the episodes featuring unexpected moments of emotional warmth amidst stories that are brilliantly engaging. The host, Dino, has a raging comic streak, a curiosity. Yeah, I reason to say raging something else. I was no comic streak, comic streak, <laughs> comic streak. A curiosity with, with that propels fantastic interviews, very true. And a voice that resonates with a bourbon caress. Oh, oh man. I'm a bourbon you. caress? A bourbon, bourbon caress. caress. I, That's what I'm describing your voice. My goodness. <laughs> uh, drinking and smoking all these years has given me a bourbon there caress of a voice. It's I all culminated in this something moment. to work towards. <laughs> <laughs> he shows respect for his guests while also asking the questions that reveal both heartfelt emotions and underlying amusing based humor. Very true. That's nice. I think that's pretty spot on. Oh, this this is actually, this is great for me. Uh, Ralph Scott's haunting stories had me enthralled. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. Ralphie. I, sent them I was there Ralphie. that night Anytime when you Anytime we got yeah, ghost stuff, I'm, I'm in. Travis Irvine had me laugh while respecting his journey. Uh-huh. Absolutely. The 30-year-old guy who ran for governor of Ohio. Right, I love right. That. One yeah. of my favorites. Find, I'll, by the way, find both yeah. of those on our, that was a good uh, one. Uh, our whiskey business. Run, archives. Travis, run if you want to look it up. Uh, Alex Hasey, of course, of Ohio v. The World. Yep. We've Alex, had him on there Alex, several times. This is uh, the first year that we've actually not had Alex on yet. Usually we get him on right before his season kicks off, but we'll, we'll get him back on. Well, she's going deep. Uh, Dino's mother was one of my uh, very favorite guests on the podcast. And one of my favorite guests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I have – you don't. You guys don't understand how meaningful that podcast is to me because now I have me and my mom forever. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. she's going to be 84 years old this year, and I've got that forever yeah. in in my in my uh, library of memories. So go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it's, it's uh, they're all there in the archives. I have taken umbrage with some of the comments <laughs> made about agriculture, and I do, and I, and I read that, Dino, and I go, and like, what I the shit did you do? I don't remember. This is the best review you ever did. I, I feel like you I, have Mr. to engage this. Uh, I, what no, the shit? I, would, I, I said I, when I when I when I located her and found her on Instagram, I sent her a private message that uh, if we'll have a farmer on, we'll have you on. I mean, I don't I I don't remember any agricultural uh, slams per se, or it's okay, probably so, you, Hansberry. Yeah, did you make probably. a joke about you, a farmer? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Catherine M. Harrison. She. Uh, all I know is she followed me on Instagram, and yeah, seems to be, she seems to be a farmer. Yeah, which is Harrison awesome. Farms. I, yeah, great. oh sweet. Anyway, right. Harrison Farms. Well, you yeah, gotta, you got to write that uh, shit. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but perhaps this is an opportunity. This is a long one, by the way. That's why I'm reading it. Uh, yeah. This is an opportunity for Dino to interview a farmer to understand their perspective. Ooh, I will. Okay. I will. All right. What's Thank you, Whiskey Business Team. Uh, I, I can't think of anybody better than Catherine her to Harrison. be on. Catherine. All right, yeah. Catherine. Catherine. Uh, mm. Thank you, Whiskey Business Team, for for providing such a remarkable 
educational. I don't know if I've ever really called it educational. Uh, well, I think we learned a lot about like an amusing and what that's podcast. About, right? I mean, yeah. so the thank you, like yeah. That took some we, time and some thought. To, and the point is to, we have some write. depth. Go dig in through our archives on your favorite podcasting Absolutely. app, .com. Um, there's Like we like to say, A to Z, there's a little bit of everything. A little bit of everyone. everything. And this year is is, uh, is going to be a banner year. It's already kicked off. And so far, it's been a great been great guests so far this year. This is going to be a fun one when it airs for everybody. So I'm going to wrap it up. Can I wrap it up now? This I, I, I'm taking orders from a man who doesn't like the quiet man. <laughs> whiskey Business. Whiskey Business is a Never the Luck production produced wonderfully on the audio side by the son I never wanted, Greg Hansberry, <laughs> and magnificently uh, on the YouTube side with John Whitney. I want to thank John Osbeck for joining ah! us. And uh, joining in on the fun tonight. I hope you had a good time. Nice Fantastic to have you back. On the Always show. great to be here. I want to thank our guest, Bottle uh, Rittenhouse Straight Rye Whiskey, 100 proof bottle and bond. Uh, a booze value at 25 bucks a bottle. Check that out. Very good. So, Very so good. lots of fun stuff on tap as we continue on whiskey business. And so, my friends, until the next bottle, see ya. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast.